Talk Radio 96.7. Yes, sir. Sports Central talking sports this afternoon with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. And it's brought to you by Auntie Anna's. Your host this afternoon, Justin LaFerrier. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As my good friend Eric said, I'm Justin LaFerrier. Back and better than ever this evening alongside my good friends, Miss Becky Messina. Hey. And intern Wyatt. Howdy, howdy. A.K.A. Chicken Fingers. Now Chicken Fingers. Apparently. A.K.A. Wyatt's last day. What? Yeah. yeah. I was unaware of this. Yeah. Everybody was aware of this. Not Apparently this guy. not Justin. Just never in the office, Justin. I've got bigger and better places to be at. Understandable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too much drama, like Myrtle. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> We got a lot to cover this evening, as always. We're going to talk high school update, um, college update, yeah. question mark, Wyatt. Yes? Yeah, check Little mark. M- okay. MLB update, as the uh, trade deadline has come and passed. We got some news in the NFL. Training camps are underway, and believe it or not, we got a preseason game tonight. The uh, first preseason game of the season is tonight. That feels early. Right? I That's don't really crazy. watch football, but like that feels early. <laughs> Oh, no, it's August. It's about right. Usually the first week of August, the Hall of Fame game. We've got to ask, oh, both of you guys weren't here last week. Oh, my God. Already going down a rabbit hole. What now? We picked who we thought would win the college um, championships for football. Clemson. Next question. Who was hosting? Neil and we had Nate Did Neil pick Florida State? No. Yes. No, he picked Georgia. Oh, okay. Um, Neil's reasonable. But we had a guest, a surprise guest last week. Ronnie O was oh, here okay. in the studio on a mic. Um, right. And we were talking college football for two segments. <laughs> Yikes. Dude, I missed <laughs> It a was good fun, one. but we all picked who we uh, thought was going to win. So we have now I have to ask you guys. No, I have no clue. Um, because we know my track record with being right. George is what? Right. Two Pete? George is going to win it, probably. They're back-to-back, right? Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of money to pay people. Mm. I don't know. That's a tough one. I picked... I had two, because I'm funny. Can't pick two. Well, I had two, you just because, like, USC's, USC's quarterback is beautiful, so props to him. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> But my other pick was Ohio State, because I want them to have redemption so badly. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yeah, two people that the South hate. Uh, Clemson or Georgia? Clemson being biased, Georgia being honest. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Alabama. Just because. Really? Alabama doesn't win the SEC. Yeah, we'll see. Or they do, and then they lose. Why the take us? Come on. Let's get off this uh, soapbox. Uh, Cardinal Newman, Kevin Levy. He's committed to FSU. Recently, Kevin Levy committed to a powerhouse Power 5 school, but before this, he did an interview with a ledger where he talked about his whole experience with recruiting. Kevin Levy was a cornerback at Carmel Newman until he was released until he released his top five schools the day before his commitment. He had 33 schools give him an offer to play football, which he had to choose from. Levy released his top five the day before he committed, and it consisted of the following teams, Illinois, Florida State, Rutgers, Kentucky, and Louisville. Levy stated in the interview that this whole process felt like a dream come true. To end the interview, Levy said, I had to sit down and really think what school is the best fit for me and a great fit for me. That is when Levy made the decision to go to Florida State University. Levy was ranked number 61 in Florida's top class of 2024 and the number 44 athlete in the country by 247 Sports in his last year of high school. 
We can't wait to see what Kevin has in store for the college level. Was Neil doing uh, cartwheels because of that one? I could only imagine. Yeah, I'm sure he was. <laughs> I don't know if he knows yet. Uh, if he doesn't, he, if he didn't, he does now. Yeah. Why I just told him. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, why we've got some transfers in the uh, high school football landscape here in Polk County, right? Uh, of course. Uh, let's see here. There have been some big uh, moves to happen during this offseason considering high school football in Polk County. We're going to go through what I think are the top five players to move teams this offseason. Wait, these are your top five? You selected these? It's, uh, there were ten people on the list. I selected the five that I thought okay. would have the biggest impact. All right, so this is a little biased. So <laughs> we're starting off with, I think they also had this guy at number one, but Carlos Mitchell, he's a wide receiver slash DB, and this is going to be his senior year. Mitchell originally played for Lake Wales, but he will be transferring to Lakeland for a senior season. Mitchell was a first-team all-county selection for the state champion Lake Wales team last season, and needless to say, he exceeds at being a wide receiver with 28 catches, 815 yards, and 12 touchdowns last year. Coming in at number two is Rick Pinnock, wide receiver, and he's also going into his senior year. Rick originally played for Ridge Community High School, but he will be transferring to Winter Haven for his last season of high school football. Pinnock has consistently been one of the top wide receivers in the county for the past two years, with 31 catches for 684 yards as a junior and 39 catches for 686 yards as a sophomore. Coming in at number three, we have John Kostich, QB, going into his junior year. Junior quarterback John Kostich will also be transferring with Rick Pinnock out of Ridge Community High School to go to Winter Haven and play football. Oh, oh. Kostich was a starter for Ridge Community last season and threw for 1,758 yards and 18 touchdowns on 120 for 225 passing attempts. Coming in at number four, we have Rashad Orr. He's a running back. It's going into his senior year. Rashad Orr is transferring from Victory Christian over to Lake Wales High School to play ball this year. Orr says that he transferred for family reasons and to fill a hole at running back for this Lake Wales team. Orr rushed for 1,085 yards and 10 touchdowns last season. And finally, coming in at number five, we have Jordan Henderson at running back. He's going into his junior year. Henderson is last up on the list, and he's transferring from Lake Wales to Lakeland this year. We don't have a lot about him, but Henderson was Lake Wales' second leading rusher with 489 yards last year. Okay, so what I'm what I'm seeing here is uh, Winter Haven is going to be in the playoffs. Hopefully. I mean, we can hope everybody's going to be in the playoffs. I'm going to go with Winter Haven's going to be in the playoffs. I didn't know you were such a Winter Haven fan. I'm a modder. Go oh, Blue Devils. I didn't know you went there. Yeah. Maybe I did know that. Go Blue Devils. I know he, you're a Florida He said Southern go Blue fan. Devils before. I am. I'm a mock as After well. After reviewing all our radio shows, I've heard this multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, I had to sit there and listen to all of our old shows. Wow. All of our old shows. <laughs> yeah. We sound great. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Becky, what's going on at Southeastern's men's track and field? Uh, it's year number five of the Southeastern's men track and field program, and they proved themselves to be the best program in history. Not only did the Fire earn their first team NAIA national championship during the indoor season, but they also had a couple of individual national champions on the team. The 4x400 relay team is what shined at the indoor national championship, with Joseph Taylor, James Turner, Keyshawn Franklin, and Davian Worrells picking up the championship for the Fire However, Taylor also picked up a championship in the 400-meter dash for indoor, and Franklin followed him up by picking up the championship for the 400-meter outdoor. We want to congratulate the fire team on an amazing and successful year, and we can't wait to see what this team has in store for the future. I do know, intern Wyatt, I gave you another name. (laughs) Julia Rome won the 10,000-meter dash 
outdoor for Southeastern. Wow. In women's. So. I do want to state that I mm-hmm. asked you about the men's track and field team. No, you're wrong. <laughs> no, just take it. Why? Let me, life lesson, bud. You're wrong. You're always wrong. <laughs> Anyways. So congrats to Julia as well. Um, moving on to Polk State. Yep. Polk State women's soccer is scheduled to play 11 regular season games in 2023, but there's no easy road for them. The Eagles will play three of 11 matches against the teams that reached the national NJCAA tournament in 2022. Only four of their 11 games will be played at home. After finishing 18-2 in 2022, the Eagles' schedule is no joke to look at, and the full schedule goes as follows. They're starting off with Ave Maria, which has seemed to work its way back into our script Always. for the second week in a row. Always. <laughs> August 23rd, they're taking on Florida National University. August 26th, Pasco, Hernando State College. September 4th, St. Leo University. September 8th, Florida National University. September 23rd, Daytona State College. September 27th, Eastern Florida State College. October 4th, Pasco, Hernando State College. October 14th, Daytona State College. October 18th, Eastern Florida State College. And October 20th, Motlow State College. All right, Becky, Ooh. take us home for this segment. My Your favorite alma sport. Mater, Florida Southern College and lacrosse, women's lacrosse to be exact. The Intercollegiate Women's Lacrosse Coaches Association honored 401 student athletes from 59 different institutions on the 2023 IWLCA D2 honor roll. 11 student athletes from the Moxons team were tabbed to honor, tabbed to the honor roll, including Haley Dalio, Jackie Stoller, Gina Verone, Lizzie Lynch, Madison Tyre, Olivia Megashi, yep, okay, Cindy O'Neill, Samantha O'Neill, Gabrielle Connolly, Emma, Emma Colick, and Emma Dudley. In order to be eligible for this honor, students must be a junior, senior, or a grad student with a GPA of 3.5 or greater. Congrats to the Mocs. Absolutely. Congrats to the both the fire men's and women's track and field teams and the Mocs on those uh, honors. Um, but that's going to do it for segment one here at Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7 for Becky and Wyatt. I'm Justin. Stay with us. We're going to talk a little MLB in segment two. Talk Radio 96.7, Talking Sports. Sports Central brought to you by the Hampton Inn, Winter Haven. Let's get back to it with Wyatt, Justin, and Becky. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Segment two of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin for Wyatt and Becky as well. Talking some Major League Baseball, and believe it or not, we just had the trade deadline come and go a couple of days ago. Why it doesn't look too enthused? Becky could care less, I know. There was a trade Excuse deadline. me. You don't like I baseball. Saw, yeah, I do. Baseball is like the one sport I always watch. Oh, that's dad. right. You're a Yankees fan. Yeah, Never how mind. could you forget we're enemies? We are. <laughs> we're winning right now. We're beating you. I'm like not really like savvy though with like the news of baseball, okay. like the trading and stuff. Yeah. I did see something about Aaron Judge. Did not get traded. Don't worry. He's yeah. coming back from injury. Okay. That's fine. That's all I needed to know. No, he's still the Yankee. <laughs> he did not get traded. Anyway, let's do a quick update for the Tigers and the Rays. Of course, the Tigers, who spring train here in Lakeland now for 87 years, I believe, this past season. Uh, spring training schedule's out, believe it or not. Where's that at, White? What's that? No. Spring, spring talk. training? <laughs> it's his last day. He just yeah, gave up. I, I <laughs> thought just phoning it in here, bud. Training. I, are Kidding. Are in the middle of the season? <laughs> yeah. the, the 2024 spring training schedule is out, by the way. Believe it or not, what? But they haven't played the World Series. I'm confused. Anyway, Tigers remain third. Okay. Third in the AL Center right now at 48 and 60. Six and a half games behind the Twins for first place in the Central. That's crazy. They're 12 games under 500 and only six and a half games out. 
Wow. Anyway, uh, game one of that series was played on Tuesday, and the final score was 4-1 to one with the Pirates winning. Game two of the series was played yesterday, and the final score was? 6-3 to three with the Tigers winning. And the Tigers' next series will be a three-game set against the Tampa Bay Rays. First game of that series is tomorrow at 6.40 p.m. Speaking of the Rays, they currently sit in second place in the AL East at 66-45. and 45. Uh, They just got done with a series against Becky's New York Yankees. Mm. A three-game series where they saw the Rays win games one and two with scores of five to one and five to two. And last night's game was? We saw the Yankees win seven to two. All right. As they should. The Yankees avoided the sweep. And uh, the Rays, as we mentioned, their next series will be against the Tigers beginning tomorrow night at 6.40 p.m. I don't know. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of the trade deadline, but um, why? how much do you know about baseball? Like, absolutely zero. Golly, you guys are tough I to thought talk you about. were a Braves fan. Anyway. I'm a Braves fan in the postseason. Tigers were in what? Tigers were in the news a little bit for the trade deadline because they're uh, arguably their ace. They did trade one pitcher. Michael Lorenzen got traded to the Phillies. He was on a one-year deal, so Josh uh, Scott Harris, excuse me, uh, decided to get some capital for him that uh, Michael Lorenzen before he left in free agency. It was a good trade for them, but they did try to trade Eduardo Rodriguez, who was another pitcher of theirs, and he vetoed the trade. Did not want to go. He was going to go to the Dodgers. I feel like that's a little weird to be trading mid-season. That's how it always is. You guys, man, this is tough. Listen. I don't like Woo! again. I don't follow like all baseball? of that stuff. Oh I just my goodness! The games. Somebody, somebody want to call in so I can talk baseball with somebody, please. Six eight two one four three zero. Yes, yeah, Eric's giving me a thumbs up. It's, it's been a while, the, Eric. Sorry, bud. It's it's eight six three six eight two and then fourteen thirty because that's yeah, the that's station. Right. I knew that. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, like, yes. I watch the games, but I don't follow all of like the trade and stuff. So I di- I never knew that they did that. Yes. Like midseason. I feel like that's a little So the weird. trade deadline is always the end of July, beginning of August. Always the end of July time frame. So trade deadline this year was August 1st. I feel like that's so weird, though, because you've already spent all this time practicing with. Well, yeah. But well, now team. teams that like the Tigers, who may or may not actually make the playoffs, that have assets who they don't think are going to be with them beyond this season, mm. can trade those people, a.k.a. Michael Lorenzen, <laughs> to a contending team who is vying for the playoffs. I see. And the Tigers, in turn, get prospects who they can develop I see. to help them in the see, future. See, I'm willing to learn. We're going to yeah. test you on this later. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Pop culture question. Which Have you guys seen the Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's movie with the Dark Knight? Okay, yeah. remember the scene where he breaks the pull stick and hands it to two, two guys and tells them basically to fight to the death? Yeah. Stay with me here. <laughs> Stay with me. I saw a tweet after the trade deadline, okay? Because the New York Mets traded their two top pitchers, Max Scherzer and mm-hmm. Justin Verlander, mm-hmm. former Tiger, both former Tigers, I should say, traded one to the Texas Rangers, Max Scherzer, traded Verlander to the Houston Astros, both in the AL West. The Astros are only one game behind the Rangers who are in first place. So they're going to be fighting against each other yeah. for first place. Somebody tweeted out, the Mets trading Scherzer and Verlander to the Rangers and Astros, respectively, is like the Joker giving those two guys broken pull sticks and telling them to fight to the death. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Why it's like, uh, I'm not sure if I remember that movie. Uh, I, re- I remember it. Okay. It was pretty funny. <laughs> no, I wasn't too young. Anyway. You're like 19. Those were probably the two biggest <laughs> trades of the trade deadline. Max Scherzer going to the Rangers. He actually debuted today for the Rangers in a win 5-3 to three over the White Sox. Struck out nine batters. 
in his debut, Justin Verlander going back to the Houston Astros, who he won two Cy Young Awards with and a World Series last year with them. So um, Astros are probably kicking themselves that they didn't sign Verlander in the offseason. Now they had to give up some of their prospects just to get him back midseason. So it's funny how that works out. How are your Red Sox doing? My Red Sox uh, didn't do a thing. Well, I shouldn't say they didn't do a thing at the trade deadline. They traded for a Luis Urias, who's a AAA infielder. And basically did nothing, but they are at uh, six games over 500 currently right now, nine games out of first place in the East. Um, but still vying for a playoff spot. We're uh, cautiously optimistic, two and a half games out of the wild card. Uh, but uh, we've got some big names coming back. Trevor Story's coming back. Chris Sale. Lakeland, hey, I know that. Lakeland boy, Chris Sale. <laughs> went to high school at uh, Lakeland High School. Do you know that? No. Chris Sale, if you're listening, sorry. we have a trophy. But in we our do office have your trophy. To you. I doubt he's listening, but maybe. You never know. Do you um, need to? Please Chris come Sale, pick it up at the office. Friend of show. Anybody that knows Chris Sale. Come to the Lake Myrtle Sports <laughs> Complex and get his award. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know what year it's Wyatt also has a Derwin James award, I believe. Yeah, from, I am trying to personally deliver Derwin James's award to him. If to, anybody can give me a contact. Yeah. You're going to go out to LA? I'll go to, to I'll go to like a practice and be like, hey, you won this. Can Here you, you go. Can you sign it for me if you don't want it, and I'll take it back? <laughs> and I'll keep it. Oh, Wyatt. No, that's not allowed, bud. Come on. <laughs> if, I, it'll be like a gift. He can make it a write-off. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Uh, for those that didn't know, the Women's World Cup is going on right now. Oh, no. And um, <laughs> not, no. the group stages are now over in the bracket. The uh, knockout round is set set to uh, start this weekend. Uh, first, uh, it'll be Saturday the 5th is when the knockout stages start. But if you're interested, the U.S. will play Sweden in their uh, round of 16 game. You can catch that game on Fox at 5 a.m. So if you want to wake up on Sunday to watch the U.S. Uh, in the Women's World Cup, that's uh, at 5 a.m. Respectfully, I'm okay. And they will play <laughs> They will play Sweden uh, in that uh, round of 16 knockout stage as they look to uh, three-peat in the Women's World Cup. They are, am I right? Three, you don't know. Yeah, three-peat. USA. <laughs> USA. USA. Stop it. Uh, they are going. I know it definitely a repeat. I'm pretty sure it's a three-peat as they look to three-peat for the Women's World Cup there. I they, thought it was uh, honestly four. They did, no, I know it's not four. Okay, then it's three. Um, they uh, did win their first round, uh, first match in group play against Vietnam and then uh, played to draws in their second two matches and ended up being the runner-up in their group. So not playing as well as everybody thought they would. We'll see if they can continue on, though, and hoist the World Cup trophy here in a couple weeks. That's going to do it for segment two of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. We'll be back. Stay with us. Talk Radio 96.7, Sports Central. Sports Central is brought to you by Party Rentals. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon is Justin LaFerrier. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment three of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As Eric said, I'm Justin, sitting alongside Becky and intern Wyatt on his last day today. Uh, so we're going to talk a little football in segment three because, believe it or not, tonight is our first preseason game of the season with the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. But uh, we've got a little bit of news on the injury side of things. 
Big names already going down. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. The Cincinnati Bengals were very scared after training camp practice last wow. Thursday, to say the least. Star quarterback Joe Burrow. St- Did you crying. womp womp? Becky's crying. <laughs> Star crying. quarterback Joe Burrow started hopping on one foot that eventually fell down on the sideline in the middle of a routine play-action play. Burrow was grabbing his leg in pain, and it was confirmed after practice that Burrow had a calf injury, but more specifically a calf strain. Burrow is expected to miss several weeks, and it was not named how many weeks this season. And in order to counteract this, the Bengals have signed quarterback Reed Sennett, who most recently played in the XFL. Other than the XFL, Sennett has played uh, with the Eagles, Dolphins, and Buccaneers. It will be interesting to watch the start of the Bengals season and see where their record is at once Joe Burrow gets back and I'm how he can so turn upset. that around. I'm so upset. Just so everybody's aware, Reed Sennett will not be the starting quarterback in Joe Burrow's place. Their backup is Trevor Simeon, who does have some NFL experience. Reed Sennett has NFL experience. Eagles, Dolphins, mm. Bucks. <laughs> Just because he spent time with them doesn't mean he actually played an NFL game. Uh, you can look it up. He played. Listen. Yeah. Can we get Prove back? It. I'm you upset about Joe You are in front of the computer. <laughs> <laughs> what now? I'm upset. <laughs> Bring it back here. I'm 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 devastated. Upset. I'm distraught. <laughs> really? Over Joe Burrow not playing. It could those be like, worse. Those are like uh, big words. He's yeah. See, he has favorite. zero uh, game log information. Dude, you're you're talking trash on Reed Sennett, and he's about to blow the world up. Reed Sennett like looks Heineke. like a real estate agent. You know who else looks like a real yeah. estate agent? Aaron Rodgers. I, I rest my case. Just because he's sponsored by State Farm? <laughs> no, no, no. Chris Paul doesn't look like a real estate agent. He's sponsored by State Farm. Yeah, good point. What are we talking about <laughs> right now? No. Anyway. Uh, we're a little off track. Um, Jonathan Taylor and the Colts right now are going through a little bit of something. Jonathan Taylor looking to continue his NFL career somewhere far away from Indy after getting into a feud. <laughs> After getting into a feud with Colts owner Jim Ursay, um, he's asking for a new contract before training camp started and has been denied. He has since requested a trade on Sunday. The Colts considered placing Taylor on the non-football injury list, saying that the, he was suffering from an injury he sustained to his back while working out on his own in Arizona. Taylor came out and said uh, that was not true and has no idea what the Colts are talking about. And in three seasons with the Colts, he's rushed for 3,841 yards and 33 touchdowns with 800 yards receiving and three touchdowns through the air as well. Some teams that may be on the market for a running back like Jonathan Taylor, Dolphins, Patriots, Bears, and Cardinals. Uh, Looking at the teams like the Bears, Patriots, the Cardinals, they have plenty of cap space to make this deal happen. The Dolphins have been in the rumor mill on the trade front as well. Uh, before Dalvin Cook was released by the Vikings. So they should have no problem trying to trade for Jonathan Taylor if he's made available by the Colts. But no matter where Taylor ends up, you can bet he will be a threat in the backfield for any team. Uh, Again, we mentioned tonight is the first preseason game of the season with the Hall of Fame game taking place in Canton, Ohio. New York Jets with a brand-new shiny quarterback under center in Aaron Rodgers after his trade from the Green Bay Packers taking on the Cleveland Browns now with Deshaun Watson, who has had the chance to go through a full off-season program with the Cleveland Browns. He's a full participant in training camp. Um, I expect to see neither one of these quarterbacks for very long, if at all, tonight. You think maybe a series? They said uh, 
I know for sure you won't see Deshaun Watson in preseason. They said both, oh, okay. the, both the backups were going to be playing. But um, That's you, news to me. So you won't see him? Yeah, you will not see Deshaun Watson okay. tonight at all. I, um, I highly doubt. Why, uh, Becky, you can weigh in on this if you want to as well. Uh, those two quarterbacks specifically, since that's the first game tonight, Rodgers with a new squad there in New York. And then, of course, Deshaun, like we mentioned, full offseason program with the Browns. Who do you expect to have a better year this year? I Stumped think, him. I think the Browns. The Quarterback-wise, not team-wise. Quarterback-wise. Browns. So you, you expect Watson to have a better I mean, season? Watson has to get out of this little turmoil that he's been in. I feel like this little. is the, the <laughs> big turmoil. <laughs> but I feel like this is the first season he's really got to like start and hopefully finish. Yeah, well, obviously since, what, 2019? Yeah. 2020, I mean, 2019? I don't even – yeah, was, his, his rookie season was, I think, all he got. No, he had a couple seasons. I think the last time the last time we saw Deshaun Watson really, I mean, obviously he came on the field last year, yeah. Um, but prior to everything that went down with his off the field issues and that trade to Cleveland, uh, was that playoff game in Kansas City? I believe oh, it was, yeah, I believe it was it 2020, early Houston, 2020. Houston, and um, they were up, they were up 24 nothing and, and lost it. the game. Yeah. Uh, but How on earth do you do that? Ask the defense. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> when you're playing, when you're playing Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Vikings came back from 33 last yeah, year. Yeah, good point. Look at look at Wyatt throwing down some NFL numbers. As a was Falcons it, fan, we we, we blew Aaron a 25 Rogers, point lead in the Super Bowl. Wasn't Aaron Rodgers the one everybody wanted to like retire, and then he just like switched teams? No, you, are you thinking of Brett Favre? Brett Favre. No, I could have swore it was Aaron. No, Rogers. she's no, thinking of Tom guy. Brady. No, I hate Tom Brady. Stop it. <laughs> Tom Brady slander? Stop it. I not on this him. show. Not I with me here. I him all the time on Quit the it. show. Um, I actually went to high school with someone that plays for the Jets now. Moving on. Cheater. No. Who? Uh, Jamie and Sherwood. I don't think he has touched the field yet. Uh, but he's on the practice squad. He'll be there. I guess. I'm sure he'll be there tonight. He, he may was, touch the field tonight. I mean, when we were in high school, he was like one of the top players in the state. Like, he was good. What high school? Jensen Beach High School. Okay. Can the research in? Yeah. No, he's a, I'm looking at He's a up, really nice uh, guy. I don't remember exactly who's getting uh, inducted in the Hall of Fame. Uh, what is that, tomorrow? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate we you. We still have another segment there, bud, so chill out. Um, come on, Wyatt. Who's getting inducted in the Hall of Fame right now? Dude, it's the Hall of Ken Fame. Riley. Everybody's in the Hall of Fame unless they Ken can. Riley, yes. I know that. Ken Riley. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Everybody, round of applause for Becky because she knew something. <laughs> Ken Riley's going. I know Rondé Barber, uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, is going into the Hall of Fame as well. Oh, you guys are killing me. I only me. got one. Listen, Wyatt hasn't <laughs> shot one out yet. I got one right. Hey, Siri, I pay attention. All right, here we go. This year, there are eight former players being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Rondé Barber. Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Chuck Howley from the Senior Committee, Joe Klecko from the Senior Committee, and Ken Riley, uh, obviously former uh, Lakeland, Bartow, excuse me, oh, formerly of Bartow. You're lucky Neil's not here. Yes, uh, Ken Riley, also part of the Polk County Sports Hall of Fame. Ken Riley, right, um, long overdue, finally being inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, but, of course, like we mentioned, um, Rondé Barber, who hits close to home here, of course, playing his entire career, right, with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yep. Uh, being inducted, uh, I believe it's tomorrow, or this weekend, excuse me. It's is not, that, like, crazy to play your whole career with one team? And today's, I feel like it is in today's day and age. 
It depends. Because you always get it the... Depend, like, if you're a quarterback, like, no. You always get Everybody the guys... Everybody to be a franchise quarterback You always get the guys uh, at the end of the year, like, no, I could still play, and then they end up with some other team that you always yeah, forget that, about that they've happens. played with. So Tom Brady. He won a Super Bowl with his other team, yeah. so he could still I play. I, um, I feel like you're very but you probably towards Tom Brady. <laughs> you probably had no idea, <laughs> no like... Reason. You probably had no idea, like, Randy Moss played for the Tennessee Titans. He also played for the Patriots. Well, he knew that. I mean, he was on the team in 2000. <laughs> the point was to say well, yeah, that you I mean, didn't know why. He was on the team in t- in 2017 when we almost went undefeated. So Michael Jordan. 2017? 2007? 2007 and 2017 are two very different years. years. When did Definitely we almost go undefeated? 2000. Are you thinking of when Randy I don't Moss think Wyatt played? was born in 2007. Whoa, so now. I was born in 2004. Now we're having Wyatt slander <laughs> on, the, on the show, and I'm not enjoying Wyatt this. Wyatt slander. No! <laughs> When did the Patriots always go 17 and 0? Eric, any help? Nope. Dang it. <laughs> He's not even going to try to look it up for you. He, he just said no. I know in 2018 we beat the Falcons, so wham, wham, wham. Yeah, there you go. Womp womp. The Patriots went 16 and 0. 2007. See? Who's y'all's quarterback now? Right now, Mac Jones. Yeah, y'all are screwed. I didn't say we were going to win anything right now. <laughs> to be fair, just I would know, know that it's because over. Talking in what. 2007 it's over. I was 7. So. I mean, he was three, so. <laughs> yeah. See? Anyway, doesn't even count. anyway, we it's knew like Randy Michigan Moss. We knew Randy Moss played for. We knew Randy Moss played for the Patriots. So thanks, bud. Um, <laughs> but did you know he played for the Tennessee Titans? Things no, like that. I didn't know. They don't. Not a lot of players play for the same team their whole career is what we're getting. Yeah. At. So okay. then that's kind of crazy that he played for. But congrats to Ronde Barber and his induction into the Hall of Fame. They will honor the late Jim Brown at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony as well. He recently passed away in the last few weeks, so. Uh, Going to be a big weekend for the NFL. First preseason game is tonight on NBC, the Hall of Fame game. New York Jets taking on the Cleveland Browns. That's going to do it for segment three. Eric looks like he's ready to pull the hook. Stay with us. We're going to be back with a local update to wrap it up. Fourth and final segment of this afternoon, Sports Central, brought to you by Home to Suites. Let's get back to it. We've got Becky and Justin and for the last 15 minutes, we've also got Wyatt. Let me take this Eric, off. Eric, nope, get us out take this of here. Eric, I'm going to ask you to cut Wyatt's mic Eric, off. Eric, do not cut me off. Just, just turn Jake his Paul off, Jake Paul is please. a legitimate to fighter. We're not talking fair. about it. Jake Paul is a legitimate okay. fighter. Stop it. Settle. He's under the commission. Settle. To be fair, it is Wyatt's last show. Yep. So if he wants to talk about Jake Paul, whom I hate, he, I think we should just let him do it. <laughs> It's time right. now for therapy with Becky. You got a couple minutes. You got a couple minutes before I plug my event this weekend. Go, go, Wyatt. Anyways, like I said, Jake Paul is sanctioned under Nevada State I, Commission sanctioned? in a boxing fight. I don't How care. is that fake? How they would lose their license? Anyways, anyways, Justin is a little delusional. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> but it's about that time again for all you young people Cut youtubers off, and social media stars mic. have taken over the game of boxing oh, and some would even say giving it a revival from the dead Jesus. the week this weekend Did is no exception this? of course yeah. i wrote this it's Goodness. pure excellence on this paper unbelievable <laughs> this weekend is no exception to one of these events youtube and social media star jake paul will be taking on ufc leg- ufc legend nate diaz in a 10 round exhibition mat boxing match at the 185 pound weight class Jake Paul has been taking boxing more and more seriously after every fight he has gone through. Paul was 6-0 until he suffered his first loss to professional boxer Tommy Fury by decision about six months ago. Diaz, on the other hand, is no professional boxing experience but was 22-13 during his UFC career. 
While Diaz has never held gold in the UFC, he was known as one of the most notorious trash talkers in the brand, and that showed today when he told a fan to get on stage so he could quote-unquote fight him. Anyways, oh, and a street fighter to say the least. If you have any interest in watching this fight, it's purchasable on ESPN Plus for $60, and my opinion's always right. Don't Justin, waste your luck. money. It is terrible. I hate Jake it's Paul. Don't waste bad. your money. It's not terrible. It's so bad. Dude. Jake Paul is a horrible influence on it, children. He, that Tyron Woodley threw that fight, it's so obvious. <laughs> Unbelievably. You're outnumbered. Terrible. I'm not outnumbered. Terrible, Eric, terrible in. stuff. Weigh in, Eric. All right, Please Justin don't, has Eric. an event, Get and I think in. Justin should talk about it. We do have an event this weekend that is far more interesting than a Jake Paul fight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one got Eric, Eric laughing. Eric is dying. <laughs> anyway, our fourth annual back-to-school kickoff event is this Saturday at the Visit Central Florida Welcome Center out Ooh. at I-4 27. We're giving away 500 free backpacks to the first 500 kids that are at the event. I do want to stress the children, child, or kid has to be present to receive the backpack. Is there like an age limit? No, no age limit. We're so not going like, to ask for ID identification anyway, and claim you're a student. Technically, I was a student a month ago. <laughs> We're not going to argue with anybody that claims they're a student, but this is uh, predominantly for younger kids. Okay. Um, hopefully, college kids can afford their own backpack. Anyway. Uh, we're College giving, is expensive. It is. Yeah, <laughs> we're giving away f- giving away 500 free backpacks to the first 500 kids on site at the event. We do have a great lineup of vendors with the likes of Advent Health, Jarrett Gordon Ford, Staples, Walmart, Wawa, uh, just to name a few. And all the vendors on site will be handing out specific school supplies to fill each of those backpacks with for the kids. We will have a chance to win Legoland Florida Resort tickets as well as buy one, get one free tickets for Bach Tower Gardens. And free caricatures on site as well. You ever had a caricature done? What? Never. I have. He would enjoy. He would enjoy drawing your hair there, bud. I'm sure. It's a rough mess. He's got a lot going on there. <laughs> um, but uh, that event is taking place this Saturday, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. again at the Visit Central Florida Welcome Center out at I-427. Kids have to be present. 500 backpack giveaway. Come and see us. That's Why? So what nice. else we got? Uh, starting tomorrow, NSA end of summer meltdown, eight four through eight six, at uh, Bartow Softball Complex. He's learning. Four hundred forty people projected to be there. <laughs> Last day, and he's finally getting it. <laughs> WABA summer finale starting eight five, going through eight seven at Northeast Regional Park Baseball. Five hundred forty two people projected to be there. Then moving on to the FHC 60s tournament. Florida half century. Mm-hmm. Florida, you heard her. 8-5 <laughs> through 8-6 at uh, the Diamond Plex, Lois Park, and Walker Park. Walker Road Park. Yes. Walker yep, Road Park. You're good. <laughs> uh, uh, 1,080 people, to 1,080 projected, participants. projected participants. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a weird number. Uh, PG <laughs> showcase, or uh, perfect game showcase slash tryout. Uh, 811 through 813 at Northeast Regional Park Baseball. 175 people projected to be there. U.S. Fast Pitch Association, Summertime Slam, 811 through 813 at Bartow Softball Complex. 404 people projected to be there. Uh, then going back to another NSA event, Summer Slam, 811 through 813, Northeast Regional Park Baseball. 175 people projected to be there. And then we have. SSAC Volleyball. 
SSAC Volleyball, 825 through 826 at the Advent Healthcare Fieldhouse. 240 people projected to be there. Well, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, that is about doing it for this edition of Sports Center here on Talk Radio 96.7. Thank you to Becky. Great having you, Wyatt. Intern Wyatt, it's been a pleasure, sir. He will be signing off for the final time here on Sports Central. We've enjoyed having you, my friend. Of course. How do I send this thing off? Enjoy that Jake Paul fight this weekend. Dude, I'll send you uh, highlights, of course. Please don't. That's going to do it for this edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. For Becky, I'm Justin, and my good friend Wyatt Monroe. See ya. We're out of here.